0: Running with Jake, The Quick Hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running With Jake, The podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is The Quick Hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running With Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it.
1: Right, rest days. Okay, Jake, how often do you take a rest day And what do you mean when you say rest day? So let's start with the first one. How often do you, Mr Jake, have a rest day?
0: Okay, so we're talking rest days that are not forced here, aren't we? So we're not talking a rest day that is actually because you've been (laughs) sidelined with injury. So if we're being smart and logical and we're scheduling a rest day for me at the moment I'm quite focused on on volume Joe so I'm trying to run fairly frequently personally at the moment I'm trying to build that up and I'm kind of building over three weeks and then stepping back for a week to kind of recover and then going again so on that basis I'm actually not having too many rest days but why am I why am I at that point I'm at that point or I've made that decision based on sort of running history I've been running for probably 12 years or so, something like that. So I sort of know my body relatively well. It doesn't mean I don't get injured, of course, but I know it relatively well that I can tolerate kind of relatively high volume in terms of running kind of six days a week. But I certainly like to have at least one day off a week. And I'm not afraid. I know you'd like that. I knew you'd like that. But I'm also not, I'm also... I was worrying.
1: I was worrying. It's because you
0: care. You care about me. I know, I know. But I'm also not afraid to... To kind of be flexible and i think that's really important i want to mention that to the guys watching the video today that even if you if you choose to have a rest day that's really good and i think it helps you to take that that day off because you've made the decision it's not forced you've said right next thursday is a rest day put it in the diary you're more likely to commit to it but i think importantly you need to be fairly adaptable in your training and listen to the body. So just because you have a plan, and we've spoken about the rigidity of plans before, Joe, or the rigidity in people's minds, that just because you've got a plan and the session is to do an interval session or a long run or six miles easy, whatever, actually, if you're not feeling it and you're being smart, put that rest day in there. So I'm, I'm not afraid to do that, Joe, even though I am running fairly frequently at the moment.
1: Which, so I'm with you. I have always liked one rest day within a week however not always within a seven day period because actually i did used to move my rest day around so sometimes i might even go up to 10 or 12 days and then have one but then the next one might come along a bit more frequently which was looking at how the rest day fitted in to the rest of my life not just my training but i i'm a big fan of rest days as you know but that leads on to the second part of my question What do
0: you mean by a rest day? Yeah, I think that's a fantastic question actually, because you instantly think, well, rest day means feet up, you know, binge, uh, binge watch Netflix or whatever. And yes, that could constitute rest. So you're taking a rest from the physical activity of running. But if you're a really experienced runner, and you're, you know, you're fairly sort of, you know, high level or a relatively fit individual, then actually a rest day to you could be going out for a brisk walk, or it could actually constitute a very, very easy jog. Now, if you are somebody that's not, hasn't got that level of experience of running, I think it's important to understand that a rest day is needs to be an actual total rest day rather than going out for a slow jog, because actually you might not have the level of fitness to really tick the box of a slow jog, and it might actually be too stressful and therefore not constitute kind of rest so it's important to understand your level of ability but for me sometimes joe that can be a, a jog and i've started to call recovery runs and i know it's a slightly different thing here but i've started to call recovery runs jogs because in my head I, I understand then it's a jog it's not even a run so i need to feel like i'm barely doing anything so i think you can stay active and you could do something and it still be constitu- it's too it could still be classed as rest but I think we need to be very careful and I think it's easy to overcook it, is my feelings. Yeah. What do you think?
1: So that's where we might actually have an argument. Now, Come on, live bring on it on. There. That could be a shocker, couldn't I'm it? I'm for it. Because to me, a rest day is a rest. It's not a jog, it's not a cross train. Ideally, it's not a five mile dog walk, probably at a brisk pace. Um, I, I think a, to me, a rest day is when you rest from physical activity. Of any training type otherwise it's not rest day otherwise it's an easy day and I'm probably arguing over language here but I you know it's funny because we do all use different language to describe different things but to me because I've always looked at my training as a whole and you know I, I did a lot of cross training and still do a lot of cross training to, to supplement the running that I do and so the rest is the rest from the whole of that training now ideally i'd also not do a lot of other things on that day as well but your work family or the rest of it often what i find happens really in, in practical terms is that the rest day ends up being a busy day for the rest of life <laughs> when it's more convenient not to have to squeeze running in so you know it, it, it would be lovely to be a Full-time professional athlete where your rest day could literally mean rest. And I, you know me, love to drop in a little towel with the, uh, my rubbing shoulders with the elite. But we used to, um, we used to have this expression, which was basically walk like a Kenyan. And the whole thing was, was the fact that um, sweeping generalization of a whole population of runners. But what those guys, one of the philosophies was that you either ran fast or you rested. And so when they rest, they rest. Lie on the sofa, do nothing. It's a rest. I mean, again, we're talking about from the from the perspective of a professional athlete, but resting was taken as seriously and it meant doing nothing. So I'm kind of, that's where I am. That's what I mean by rest day. Yeah. And I know, um, I think
0: you make a valid point there as well, Joe. And, and, and sometimes it is a difference in the language and the interpretation of and what we mean by certain things and different coaches use different terms. I think people can call it a rest personally depending on what it is i think it's a risk because i think people can overcook it but i'll tell you one of the reasons i say this as well and i know from speaking to different people certainly at the moment this is the case anyway but definitely at the moment meaning the pandemic and the situation we know that a lot of people train for their wellness as well as wanting to to run well in races and race well and things like that and there's quite a lot of people that actually really struggle with having a complete day off of doing nothing because it drives them insane they feel like they're going mad they want the break from the desk and from kids and from life and everything so I kind of understand that And i think if somebody is is it fits that in if that somebody fits that mold so they're like yes that's me i just i can't have a day off especially at the moment i'm not going anywhere i'm not doing anything i'm not getting any fix then I think you have to be very careful with not only making sure you are resting slash recovering, but if you do decide to do some form of activity, be very careful about what that is. So, and I often say to people, look, if you really need to do something, go and have a walk, do something that is so low level. Otherwise what you're doing is just putting more fatigue in the body. And I think to, to, to help you on the subject of rest days to help you commit to having a a a rest day and a complete day of rest which is what you're talking about joe is shift the focus to something else so think about okay i want to train today because i'm going mad and what is training going to give me well it's going to give me that release and distraction from work and life can you find something else that isn't physically uh, active that will enable you to do that can you do some coloring in Can you do a jigsaw? Can you watch TV? (laughs) Can you go and bake a cake? Can you do something that's going to give you that same feeling of training, similar, but stop you doing the physical stuff where you're putting more fatigue in the body? So I think we've got to manage this a
1: bit. Yeah, so Simon, um, he follows us quite a lot, has just said, would you not count cycling as a rest day? If you're cycling to go, you know, if you're putting on your lycra and you're cycling to get the exercise bus, that's not a rest day. If you're cycling to the local bakery or you know whatever I mean um, on a very casual basis fair enough it, what are you doing and why are you doing it and I think um, you know I, one of the things I wanted to touch on is, is you know there's a whole a wide spectrum of running community and and however you choose to do your running is fine. You know, I'm coming from the perspective of actually trying to use some good training principles and look at trying to run fast within a race. And so this whole concept of run streaks is what I'm basically talking about. And I think for some people, you know, if that's the challenge you've set yourself and that's what you want to do, that's absolutely fine. But for me, it's about looking at the rest day as a way to get better benefit From the other training that you're doing, and for that you have to have some rest and recovery time to get the benefits, so you can train better on the next training session that you do and the ones that follow thereafter. So I will often schedule, you know, you'll have a rest day, and then you know my schedules will often then have a really good quality interval session the day after the rest day because we can come into it fresh and really smash it out. Quite frankly, you know, this is the one we're going to work hard on. And that's that whole thing around looking at what's the training benefit from what I'm doing. So, you know, it's, it's it's what suits you. As you say, I think getting out of the house is, particularly right now, I mean, you know, really important. But it also looks at what else are you doing, that, that what's the point of your training? What do you want to get from it? Um, and whatever that might be, that's right for you. But it's trying to understand how that fits with training principles is, is where I'd
0: kind of stand on that. It's, it's purpose, isn't it? What, what is What the purpose of it? And, and, yeah. and you've got to ask yourself, like you're talking about run streaks, it's not something that's particularly, you know, it doesn't float my boat personally. And we're all different, of course. And you've got to kind of look at your goals and try and align your training with your goals. And so not only your training, but where you are in your training, your running journey, your running story, whatever you mm-hmm. want to class it as. Don't arbitrarily pick a goal, which is probably a subject for another, an, an, a topic for another live. but. <laughs> <laughs> you know just choosing a random goal you've got to look at what well, am i is does my lifestyle allow me to actually commit to that level of training you know uh, and when we talk about like rest days and stuff you know for, it is hard because for some people i've I've mentioned uh, a couple of ladies i look after uh, that i coach and they're they um they work for, for um royal Mail, so that they're, they're, they're um they're deliveries all the time they're on their feet all the time well, ideally, a rest day, Joe, they just want to be kicking back with a cup of tea. But life just doesn't <laughs> allow them to do that. You know, people yeah. that cycle to and from work and that's their commute and it's what they do. They kind of just have to somehow factor that into a rest day and their overall training load, I think. So it is a bit of a juggling act, isn't it, to, to get it right? And, and just the one one last point I want to make on that, on that topic is I think... It's always a case of when you're looking at a goal, I really believe it's important to look at the work that is necessary to lead you to that goal, whether that's a run streak or Manchester Marathon, whatever, and combine what you know is, is, is going to help you with that goal combine that with what you want to do because there's always there isn't always a mm-hmm. direct relationship for people you, you must come across this Joe people want to do this sort of training they want to do the club night on a Tuesday or they want to do this run on a Friday or they want to do whatever but the goal it, it kind of doesn't fit a bit so you sort of need to merge them where possible with a little bit of logic a little yeah. bit of experience maybe some guidance as well to enable you to stay injury free and actually achieve that achieve that goal and have those that rest time in there you know
1: yeah, and that's compromise, isn't it, ultimately? And, you know, I have people come to me and, and, you know, people that, for example, like racing an awful lot, and it's about, it's a compromise, isn't it? So, yes, absolutely. I am, at times in my career, I've raced a lot. It's really fun, you get a lot from it, but you've also got to, again, as you say, see, well, is this, you know, how much am I prepared to compromise this enjoyment factor or, or this thing that, that gives me a really good buzz with also what my goal is and usually you know most of the time with a little bit of compromise you can find somewhere in the middle that has some good training principles make sure you enjoyed it because at the end of the day whatever level you're running at if you don't enjoy it don't do it <laughs> and also you know gets you to where you want to be so you know it's compromise isn't it I, but i think well, sorry
0: <laughs> no I, if i can joe i just just as you were talking now and, and i thought well f- For rest days, for the people that are kind of running a couple of, let's say, three times a week, they're naturally going to have those four days of rest. And hopefully they will be true rest or maybe a couple of Jake-type rest days in there where it's really easy activity. (laughs) But they've naturally got those in there. But it's the high-volume people, the people that are running lots and just don't want to have that time off. It's how you manage things up here. And I think telling yourself that when you're running a lot, so if you're running six or seven days a week or something like that, you, it's it's never far. You know, you, you put a rest day in, you're soon back running again. The, the next run is not far yeah. away, is what I'm saying. And on on the the basis of what you're saying, which I think is absolutely bang on, Joe, that quality session by having that after a rest day it does two things. It's like a reward to that runner that really doesn't like rest days and they just want to crack on and hit the reset button well here's your reward for resting and chilling out is look at this amazing session where we can take the (laughs) brakes off and you can go smash it and secondly because you've had a rest day the day before you're more likely to go and smash it you're going to feel better for it and you're also Mm -hmm. resting yourself mentally I know I touch on this a lot the mental side of training but it's that mental fatigue that can sometimes kick in from another run another run another run what am I doing today what am I doing this week whereas a rest day just allows you to back off as well I think that's important
1: so I, on my notes, have got both mental benefits and managing fatigue. Um, I think there is actually, there's a huge mental benefit, let alone put aside all the cycles of adaptation and, and that side of it. Absolutely a massive mental benefit from just stepping away from it, coming back fresh the next day. You know, and I think you you often, we get so hooked up on the driving ourselves and thrashing ourselves and keep going and all the rest of it that sometimes we forget that that you know it's that whole thing about you know a, a break is good for you it brings you freshness when you come back but the other thing is the managing fatigue and again i think sometimes we get we lose sight of the logic so we think you know the whole point of running a marathon is that you can push on through fatigue and you're always going to be tired and i think all of us when we sign up to endurance training it, you know, you know that a certain level of fatigue comes with this. You know, you're literally crawling around half the time, unable to move, exhausted. And you do have to train sometimes and learn how to manage that fatigue while still training, but only again, only to a certain point. <laughs> you know, a rest is still you can still say, I'm still managing my fatigue, I'm still pushing on and learning how to cope with fatigue and train. And yet I'm still actually having a rest day it doesn't detract from how tough you are mentally. It can enhance you mentally. It doesn't tough from how you know detract from how tough you are physically. It actually will enhance all of that. So I think sometimes, you know, we get we just get into this habit of thinking, I must, it's weak. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That kind of if I give in and have a rest. Um, but some people, I don't know if you've experienced this, that sometimes the rest day can make you feel worse. Have you ever had that experience? This,
0: this, this, this week, <laughs> This week, well, well uh, going beyond the rest day, calling it a recovery week, which is obviously kind of a number of rest days in many respects, an easier training, lower volume. And uh, one of my runners said... Uh, in the group, I, I've got a recovery week, and I feel I feel worse than I normally do. That's not a surprise. A lot of people do, and, and I think that might be as well. If you are kind of sat down a lot, potentially less kind of just movement. I certainly feel better the more I move. You know, sometimes if we—I know you and I spend a lot of time at a desk, Joe—and then you get get up and get out for a run, you might feel a bit creaky and kind of a bit sluggish. But once you get going and when you get back you feel loads better i I certainly feel better now having just ran than i did when i started you know before this morning so that is not definitely not uncommon can i just pick up on this question here joe i'm going to get your thoughts on this because this is a really interesting question laura's asked uh, jake what mileage would you call high volume (laughs) that is a great question so
1: i find this really interesting that she's asked you because i coach ah yeah
0: i've seen the name Puffle before this well you can give your view on this so come on jake so so I don't think there's a definitive answer. However, I would say so. I'm looking, and you might have asked this because I'm talking about kind of high volume at the moment. And I'm moving more towards that that high volume thing. So it does depend on where you are, your level of ability, and all that stuff. But I'm focusing more on hydration rather than high mileage and i think when people are looking at volume and training weeks in general and schedules i think they often focus on mileage we touched on this in a previous slide didn't we joe distance or duration but i think a lot of people focus on distance i'm not i'm focusing on duration so for me what would i class as high volume personally i think and not just personally but for the masses really if if you're running six days a week and as part of that one of those is a long run and maybe you've got a slightly longer run in the week as well I think that's relatively high volume i've got to say you might only be doing only one hour a day and then the weekend you're doing a two hour a two hour run and you might do maybe up to 75 to 90 minutes kind of middle of the week and maybe you've got one rest day so you're running six days that's pretty high volume now we spoke to mike grattan who won london marathon in 1983 on the podcast this week and he was saying he was doing i think it was 12 hours a week or something like that he was putting in right whatever the number was he said sort of always like almost two hours a day or whatever but because i'm focusing i'm not trying to do what he's doing by the way but because i'm focusing on duration obviously faster runners will cover a lot more mileage it stands to reason than slower runners so i think it is more logical when focusing on high volume that you focus on duration i think that's really important and definitely laura if people start adding in double days and things like that then i think yeah you know come on that's going to be classed as high volume i think what do you think joe
1: so so yeah I'm kind of with you, actually. I think, yes, I would say, how many times a week are you exercising? And if you're getting to the stage where you're exercising six out of seven times a week, you're probably doing pretty high volume. Now, obviously, it is always relative because you know people like Mo Farah are running 100 miles a week, although, as you say, that's really true. And as a, and as a runner that's got slower in life, um, I realise now that my volume takes longer, my duration is longer and my volume is smaller. It's just so unfair. But uh, yeah, but six days a week, you, you you know, you're touching on high volume if you're exercising that frequently, um, let alone, obviously, then you can move on to double days and, and grace volume within the session. The other one I wanted to pick up on was Simon said about, well, actually, I'm not doing races. So when I race, I tend to rest more, which actually brings into taper, which I was going to touch on, um, but so therefore I'm running at less intensity because I'm training and therefore I need less rest days. And absolutely, I think rest again, is balanced against intensity of what you're doing. So if all you're doing is steady and easy running, you probably can get away with less frequent rest days. If you're smashing out high intensity intervals, you probably need some more because the rest ultimately is is the the balance to the to the training that you're doing. So the the higher the intensity of the training, the more you need the recovery to actually get the training benefits from that training, the lower the intensity, the less you need the recovery time to do it. So I think you have to balance the two and, and it will ebb and flow throughout the year, you know, depending on where you are in a training cycle. But I think, I say, I wanted to touch on taper. I think we could talk a whole lot about taper, um, but I, you know- We've all know been, tapering. Taper we've, we've been, ta- we've been tapering. We've been tapering for taper. about
0: 12 months, haven't we? All of us, we're we, we still tapering. <laughs> oh my God,
1: we- <laughs> well we're not so much been tapering we've been going up and down like a flipping wave machine (laughs) i I was saying to somebody coaching used to be easy you used to write a plan you know three months six months whatever it was and you you know you adjust it as you go along you tweak it now you've got to rip the whole thing up and (laughs) start again midway through it it's it's horrific
0: It is mad. but yeah
1: resting in taper come on what's your views on that
0: (laughs) um I think it depends the volume that you've been doing previously, so frequency-wise and things like that. I, I personally think it's definitely, and I'm a, I'm of the train of thought, the school of thought, that it's better to err on the side of caution when it comes to tapering rather than risking not making it to the starting line or getting to the starting line fatigued. I think it is better to be under-prepared, almost under In terms of, you know, you, 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 you've almost tapered slightly too much than... Overcooking it if it's one or the other I mean obviously you want to get it right you know bang on but I think that's quite difficult to do so I would definitely be cautious rather than think oh I'll just do a bit more running I'll just do a bit more running I mean you really for, for, for in terms of rest days I think it's absolutely fundamental and genuine rest days where you do nothing and certainly a few days before the main event obviously it depends on the individual if somebody's not that experienced am I going to start giving them strides and like these shakedown runs and stuff a day before no I'm not if somebody's <laughs> super experienced then yes fine through experience we know that they can tolerate that and it's good for them. But I'm not going to be doing that for, for, for individuals that are not as experienced. So it does depend really on, on where they are. But you definitely gotta bring stuff down and put some rest days in there yeah. for sure. Yeah. One hundred percent.
1: But I think um I thought we were getting because when you sent me a message, so before this, Jake sent me a message and he said, Rest days, they're for wimps. <laughs> Yeah, rest when you're dead, man. What's wrong with you? And I thought, and I thought we were going to have a row, but it turns out in the end, we've actually ended up agreeing as usual. Aww, How darn and boring. Know, you we really must find something that we find more contentious. You know my
0: personality, <laughs> don't you, with that? I like to have a laugh with things. I do, I do. But can I, can I just mention one more thing, Joe, just on the, on the volume stuff, and yeah, personally really, it. kind of what Laura's asking. And it ties in with what you said about yourself. You know, in, in all seriousness, obviously the amazing things that you've achieved, now you're, you're not looking at getting quicker. You've got different goals now. You're not looking at running faster than you've ever ran. I'm still in the place where I'm looking at running faster than I've ever ran before. I, is that possible? I don't know. But that, that's my intention. I've even spoken to you, Joe, haven't I? About potentially some co- coaching and guidance from yourself. Just to have a different view. For, for me not to be in control of my own destiny because I'm controlling other people. And I, can, I you can't look at your own training as objectively as, you, as another person can. But going back mm-hmm. to the point with volume... Because there are no races at the moment, hopefully back end autumn looks like they might go ahead now. I'm purely experimenting with high volume. I'm just going to test it and safely. Will it work? Will it not? Will I feel better from it? What's the point where I become fatigued? Hopefully not injured. Maybe I'll, you know, hopefully I won't find that point but I'm just experimenting I'm curious and that's the main reason behind me doing the volume so I'm not saying everybody needs to go and do that and on the last thing I'll mention on the subject of rest days really is it goes back to what I said earlier be fluid with it as well so I'm running six days a week I know at the moment I am so tomorrow is a rest day that's a scheduled rest day I knew it was last Saturday that that was going to be my rest day for this week but I wouldn't have been afraid to take today as a rest day if I woke up this morning and I felt I needed it. So really listen to the body. You know, you've touched a lot on the training, training logically, Joe, in this in this live. And I really just want to get that message across. Listen to the body and don't be afraid to back off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I say to people, we can move the session to another day. Um, you know, if today's not the right day, have a rest day. And actually, you'll get more from it by doing it. Next week or tomorrow or whatever. Often, you know, I, I think we talk about that all the time, don't we? Don't stick to the plan, <laughs> whatever you fluid, do. Don't fluid, stick to the plan. Fluid. Fluid.
0: Fluid. But I think
1: with rest days. Having said that, because I do love a good contradiction. Don't stick to the plan unless you even have to take your rest days. <laughs> I, do you know what I actually? Anyway, think on that you... note, I'm going to wrap up because <laughs> even I've lost track of what yeah. I'm saying.
0: You. I, I think every single live there's a contradiction. I'd really, I really do. I really do. Be careful because pete the producer of the podcast i'm going to send him all the audio i mean he gets the audio from all of our lives anyway because he produces the the quick hits which obviously this becomes on the podcast i'm going to get him to edit all your contradictions together like his little montage (laughs) i'm going to play it like as a christmas special or something you wait you wait watch this space i'm telling you
1: you could put all my laugh together as well and just have like this massive already got that chalked
0: up don't you worry that's on the list
1: Right, thanks ever so much, guys. Whether or not you're having a rest day, if you are, enjoy it. If you're not, think about planning one soon. Um, I'm actually having one um, because it's Friday and why not? And I do like a good rest on a Friday. It's like an end of the week reward. Uh, But yeah, there's lots of reasons why you should have a rest day. Hopefully you will join us next week. If not, as Jake says, in the meantime, tune into the quick hits. Um, we will be on Jake's page next week, and no doubt chatting about something that we'll probably end up agreeing on as well. But anyway, <laughs> take care, everybody. Have a great weekend.
0: Thanks, Joe. <laughs> See you soon. Bye, See guys. You soon,
1: guys. Bye.
0: That was Running with Jake: The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday, or catch up now by searching "Running with Jake" the podcast.